Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It just had to be always positive and upbeat and whatever you need and absolutely and yeah, that's and I it's so funny. It's like I didn't mind. It was what I did and it was completely fine until it wasn't. All of a sudden I just realized I couldn't anymore. My dad talked to me. It was actually my dad. My dad's a very sweetest, most loving guy. And he's like, at what point are you gonna start saying no? And he goes, You're always saying yes to everything. When are you gonna start saying no? And I'm like, Oh gosh. So the next day you woke up and you said, you know what, I'm going to change this dynamic. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm going to start standing up for myself. Yeah. And the moment you started standing up for yourself, Cody didn't like that change in personality. No. He didn't hear you. I think that he didn't hear her, but he had no idea what to do because I had changed. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine and our final episode of the season for my beloved, my behated sister wives. Um, I'm bummed. (laughs) Is it so pathetic to say that I'm going to miss this absolutely dysfunctional and horrific family? Yes. But here we are. Here we are. You're joining me. And I know that you guys understand me. Let's talk about the last and final part of the tell-all. It was mostly about the state of Christine and Cody and the demise. And it was just, in a way, so satisfying to see Cody and Robin just outwardly have no escape from how horrible they are. Just the pauses where they're like, clamoring like two rats in a cage trying to figure out how to sound like good people and they failed so let's get into it should we start off on a positive note by saying that i happened to see an advertisement on tlc's twitter that christine is getting her very own spinoff is it the one that we've been asking for absolutely not is it one that you would have even thought of Mm, not me but we are getting a web exclusive (laughs) cooking with just christine um spinoff and it'll be her in the kitchen i saw some cameos of mckelty and truly and probably another one that i'm forgetting it seems like what i believe to be a soft launch into a potential real tlc spinoff um i don't know why we're starting with this cooking show but okay the just christine of it all That's power, baby. That's power. So let's get into part three. Um, Last week, 
part two ended with Christine telling Sukanya that she and Cody are effectively divorced. And that's basically where we're picking up. And she says, Christine says that she had to make a decision for her heart and that her heart was finished being broken. And honestly, it felt really freeing to leave Cody. I mean, that's powerful. That's like, damn. She was like, you know, I I got to get myself together. I can't be miserable over a man who can't even be honest with himself about his hair follicles, you know? So why would I tether myself? And then, you know, I, I understand that totally that it's like, why would anybody want to have sex with Cody Brown? I get that. I get that. But also, Christine is in a very unique position and an unfortunate one in that she has had sex with Cody and also she's only had sex with Cody. So she doesn't know any different, you guys. She doesn't know that there's a whole world out. She's about to find out. I think she suspects at this point. <laughs> I, I got, got a feeling. There was a, a glimmer in Christine's eye that we saw all this part three that led me to believe that she's she's dipping a toe out there. And she's understanding that there's some fucking to be done left in her life, okay? And she's going to find it. And we're all manifesting that for you, Christine. We all are. Um, anyway, I I don't understand why she would want to have sex with Cody, but I get it. You know what I mean? You feel me. Um, so Cody tells his side of things with the breakup, and he says that Christine left. Um, they're no longer married, and he claims to love her, and... Um, he doesn't know what to do because he has grief, but he's also still angry. And so now he's decided to let his grief be the dominant feeling so that he doesn't continue to feel angry at Christine. And then hopefully at some point he can move on. (laughs) Just about the least mature, uh, way that I've ever, uh, heard of, a way of going about a divorce, but okay. Okay. Um, it's about as clunky as that sentence about as clunky as that sentence. Um, so, Oh God, he then says that like, there's going to be some relief from the rest of the family with Christine leaving or their divorce, which like, let's talk about that. What do you mean by that? Cody, who's going to be relieved? Who's going to be, be, be relieved. Is it, um, you know who? Is it a curly sue and the purple purple pussy bow blouse? Is is the relief going to be coming from that house? I have a feeling it's going to. Because um, Janelle didn't seem all that relieved by the whole situation. And, uh, but let's get to that monster in the blouse before. I could not believe. She's awful, you guys. She's awful. She's awful. Um, So Robin... Zuganya asked Robin how Christine leaving will affect the rest of the family. Robin at this point seems fully bitter and she's like, what a waste rolls her eyes. And when Zuganya is like, can you elaborate on what that means? Robin says, well, it's a waste because there's two functioning people that can figure it out. And then I'm like, okay, maybe she's going to lay some of the responsibility on Cody. No, No, not at all. And then she says, I don't see why giving up is an option when you haven't actually tried to fix it. But then Sukhan is like, I can tell that you're a little bit frustrated. And she's like, yeah, you know, I am frustrated and I'm angry and I'm devastated by Christine's choice to leave the family. And because Christine's part of the, her big picture. And so are Christine's kids. And if, you know, she wasn't done throwing Christine under the bus at that point. She continues to hit hit in reverse and back over her body and says that she's been trying to have a relationship with Christine for years. Okay, well, this wasn't a question about your feelings. This was a question about Christine and Cody breaking up. And so, like, why are we now making Christine the villain? She made the choice to leave the family. I was just trying to be friends with her. All I wanted was to be friends with Christine, and now she's leaving. What a waste. She didn't even try. <laughs> fuck you (laughs) honestly like who does she think she is girl who does she think she is you've been divorced you would think that you out of anybody and so is janelle let's talk about it you would think that she robin 
Miss, like, I'm a single woman in my Shiro, Shira mansion or whatever, um, kicking it and not paying my Victoria's Secret bills. Maybe she would have a little bit of empathy for Christine and what she's going through and how you try and try and try and somebody just doesn't hear you and how fucked up and abusive that is. Isn't that what you said about your relationship? Why does she have no empathy for... I could not... Like, even for Robin. Vile. Girl. Mmm. Fortunately, we get an adult in the room answering the questions. Thank you, Janelle. Who says that Cody and Christine have gotten to the point where they actually have tried and tried and tried. And she really empathizes with them. Hmm. And she knows that they've gone to counseling. And she knows that on both ends there's been effort put in. And it got to the point where they realized it just didn't work anymore. Why does Janelle have all this intel? And how could Robin be on such a different spectrum? I don't even think Cody feels as strongly about it as Robin does, but okay. Okay. She is... Okay. Um, so when Sukanya asked uh, Janelle how it affects the rest of the family, she's like, you know, it's a lot. It's been 25 years of this dynamic and... Who are you? Like, who are you outside of that? Who are you when all of that is gone? And that was the moment where I'm like, okay, this is why Janelle is saying, because she doesn't see another future. <laughs> That's sad, baby. <laughs> That's really sad. When Sukanya asked Janelle how it affects her personally, she's like, you know what? I'm just trying not to choose size. So then we get to marry, <laughs> which like, why? Like, shout out to you. I mean, I know, Sukani, you're not in charge of, like, who you ask what. But, like, we didn't need to ask Mary how it affects her. We know it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. She's like, I didn't even know that it happened, that it was going on. I honestly, like, made a joke when Christine officially announced that she had left the family. I had joked, like, oh, do you guys think that Mary found out about this at the same time as the rest of us? And I don't think it's a joke anymore. I think that might be real. Whew, okay. I think it might be real. Um... We wrap it up with Christine saying that she knows it was a big decision for her and not only herself, but it was the entire family and she doesn't know how it's going to affect everybody. But, you know, it's this situation that we all get into once we're adults of like, you find out that selfish has two very different meanings, you know, we're, I think, taught to believe that to be selfish is to be selfish and it's a, an inherently bad thing and you are purposely and intentionally taking somebody something from somebody else for your own gain but also you grow up and find out that being selfish is taking care of yourself and having boundaries and that people might not like that but it's all about you and it's not a bad thing but it's also your life just like it's their life and they probably wouldn't treat you with as much care as they expect from you you know and so we all just have to do the best and we all have to do what is best for us clearly this woman has been living in hell and yeah it is a big decision that affects about 20 different people plus but at the end of the day it's her life you know and she's only got one and she's ready to fuck you like let's just you know i don't mean to be crass but i do and I just think, like, spread, spread them open, girl. Pop, pop, pop. Okay? Finally, we get to Cody's opinion on his relationship with Christine. Unfortunately. And when Sukanya says that, you know, they have, everybody has their side of the story. There are two sides or, you know, there's a lot to unpack. Cody looks at Sukanya and says, yeah, there's, like, more to unpack than I would like to. Okay, well, why are you here then? <laughs> You're on, it's literally called Sister Wives Tell All. So why are you here if you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> ah, girl. So he starts off by saying that some people are more cut out for polygamy than others. And I can agree with you on that, Cody, but I think we disagree that you are in the not category. You are not cut out for this. He does say that he knows polygamists that are like, quote unquote, doing a better job at it than he is. But he also secretly wonders if they're living in the dissonance that he experienced. So he's saying earlier that he's in this grief stage with uh, Christine, but there's anger, tension, everything that he, every topic that has to do with Christine, there's always this like heavy dose of anger and I don't even know if he realizes it, but, like, 
he talks about the dissonance in this part, but then he gets into it later, and so we'll talk about it. And I just thought, fuck off. He really could fuck off with that. But anyway, um, he says that, sorry, fortunately, then we get to Janelle. And this clip package about, from like season 15, where he's basically telling all the wives that he's given up. He's not trying to steer the ship of polygamy anymore. He's not, he, he's abandoned ship of the SS Brown and like whoever it crashes and whoever drowns, it's like every man for himself. Okay. Um, fortunately within this clip package, we see Janelle saying that that's about the most selfish thing she's ever heard in her life or she's ever heard Cody say when he says that like the family feels like an obstacle to his own goals. Well, what are your goals then? Why don't you pop out that uh, easel and just get that eraser or that marker and tell us what your goals are, Cody. Cause I don't know what they are. Big house all together. Okay. What now? What else? What else? <sighs> okay. So now he has says something along the lines of like, you know, the wives need to get together and because in case something happens to him, like if he dies, then what happens to the family? They need to have their own relationship without him. Right. But then listening to it now, it just becomes clear to me that Robin has been the one complaining to him about the other, how the other wives treat her. And he's lashing out because of it, because he goes on to say that his biggest issue with his wives is not how they treat him because martyr, martyr alert. Um, you know, I can handle them treating me bad. If they treat me crappy, I can take that. But you know, I just, it's a different story when I see how the wives treat each other. Who are you talking about? <laughs> Janelle and Christine seem to get along quite as well, quite, a, quite well. You obviously don't give a fuck about Mary. <laughs> so who could you be talking about? All roads lead back to Robin. It's so obvious. Like, just say it. Just say it. Mary says that this is not the Cody that she knows. It's like, oh, well, that doesn't mean anything, Mary. You don't know Cody. So then Christine says that basically the last straw for her was when he said all this shit. Like, I I don't care. I'm not going to be a leader in this family. Because she says that the only thing that was the only thread (laughs) that was keeping her tied to this marriage and the family as a whole was a fact that like she was a wife but saying Cody doesn't hearing Cody say that he doesn't want to participate in the family anymore it's like okay well why am I here then you know Cody admits to exactly one mistake okay one okay because this might be the first and last time you ever hear it so listen closely Of course, he has to start off by insulting Christine and basically calling her a hypocrite, like I said, about this dissonance thing and saying that she was promoting the polygamous lifestyle, a.k.a. she was on the show and then she even had her tagline of I didn't do it for the husband. I wanted uh, a family or whatever. And then he says that, like, she was started to come to him when they were living in Lehigh. And she told him that she wasn't happy and he admits to being angry with her instead of validating her feelings. Then he says like his angry, he was angry because he thought he had this whole life. Christine was basically in his mind blowing it all up and he was mad at God because he was like, well, if I'm doing all this for you, then why is this all turning to shit? Basically. Um, I just want to let you guys know that it's like literally written down information that none of their relationships, not Cody's relationship with Janelle, Mary or Christine started off. Well, their relationships with each other were bad. There was nothing done about it. And it's been that way for decades. And the only reason why some of them getting along, get along with each other is by their own choices. It's had nothing to do with Cody. He left the ship, uh, I don't know if he was ever there. He says he was, but it's hard to say, hard to say. Um, so now it's all the wives' fault for not, um, you know, letting the car crash while he put it into autopilot and then getting mad when they didn't crawl from the back seat into the driver's seat. Basically, that's really what it is. Um, then 
Tsukane asks Cody if he's questioning polygamy, and he's like, oh, hell yes. And he says that you kind of have to when your wives come to you and are upset and are struggling with it. Okay. Well, you clearly didn't give a shit, like I said, about Mary. Janelle seems to just be floating along. Christine came to you and you got angry with her. So again, who else could be the option of who's coming to you and why this is so upsetting to you would be Robin. Moving on. Um, Christine says at this point that polygamy is not for her. Not going to happen again. She feels like God wanted her to do it, but he's checking it off and is like, girl, you did it, sis. You get your participation uh, ribbon and and go off and do your thing. Um, Janelle tells Sukanya that polygamy is absolutely still for her. Even though in 2020, she had about six weeks of freedom from Cody and she realized how much easier it was, how much easier her life was. She decided to crawl right back into that hole and get nestled in, girl, and make a farm out of it. Do you, girl? Then we get Robin's response, which is, well, if Cody doesn't live in plural marriage, then what does he do? (laughs) Uh, I I don't know, Robin, you tell us. (laughs) What do you mean? You're the one who's sleeping next to him every night. You're the one who's waking up to him next every morning. So what does he do, Robin? Uh, We're waiting. We're waiting. I really let out a chuckle at that one. What What does he do? What does he do, girl? (laughs) Then she says that this is like a problem that happens in polygamy all the time. That the husbands will either leave all their wives or they'll be leave all but one of them. (laughs) Can somebody get this bitch a mirror? Like, for several reasons? Can somebody, like... (laughs) (laughs) Does she hear herself? She's acting like this is not literally her life. And has been for years. <laughs> Who are you fooling, girl? Nobody. Nobody. You're the one whose kids don't know the other children's names. You're the one who um, says that your youngest can't be away from Cody for more than two days. Otherwise, she'll fucking lose it. Uh, you're the one who told Cody that he better come back from Janelle's mom's funeral Um covid free otherwise he's going to be in trouble sending him into some sort of existential spiral so i don't know girl robin you tell us what what is it like living with cody in a monogamous relationship because that's what you've been doing <laughs> lord mary says something about how she's invested a bunch of years into cody but you know everybody has a choice to give up and walk away if they want to okay yeah we know do you know that okay um sukanya asked cody if he feels like any of the women still love him. And he says, I don't know if it's love or determination. And I know that there are a couple of wives who are standing on a bridge with a torch, wondering if she should throw it in the water or light the bridge on fire. And then Cody tries to get deeper and says, there's no better awareness than reading the facts from the light of a burning bridge. But by then it's too late. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So, Mary. Mary. (laughs) Mary, do you hear him? He's calling... 
He says your relationship is a burning bridge. It's on fire. And you're not getting away from the fire, girl. And you're only getting singed. And we can tell because your ends look like they've been singed by a fire. I would go somewhere else. Just go somewhere else, Mary. <laughs> it would be so much easier for everyone. It really would be. <sighs> Lord. Okay, so what happens after this? Okay, he says that at this point he's going back like to 12 years ago with Christine. And when back then she said she didn't want polygamy and how he did not validate her in that moment. Probably because he was, I don't know, too busy scooting it off in a Chrysler Pacifica drop top over to Robin's house while Christine was crowning with Truly. You think that might be why? You think it might be why? Um, then he says, you know, I kind of wonder like a sliding doors moment. If, if in that time, like what would have happened if I had been empathetic to my wife when she said she was unhappy instead of getting angry with her and cutting off physical contact. Yeah. I, I wonder if that would have helped. So Sukanya literally asked, do you think that you would have done that? And he's like, well, I guess we'll never know. Robot. Cold blooded. Cold blooded. So then Sukanya brings up the moment in which Cody completely ruined his marriage. Every time I see this footage back, I just can't believe how diabolical it is. Like, I know I said to Liz Bentley that I have not seen behavior like this since Shaws of Sunset. Like, those people, if you guys don't watch the show, are the most, they claim to be best friends from years back, and yet they are the most underhanded, backstabbing group of alleged friends I've ever seen. Like, it is on a level, truly, that you've never seen on reality TV before. It is shocking the way these people treat each other and then come back together for a check. It's horrific. Anyway, um, it was on that level. Cody telling Christine and leading her to believe that she had a chance in hell at moving the family back to Utah and a chance in hell at happiness in this relationship with the family and with him. And then forced her to present this option to all the wives and then looked at her face and said, did you think that we wanted to move here? Did you think that that was going to be an option? I mean, just shoot me right in the fucking temple. Like, what are you? It is so mean. I look mean, mean. And it really takes me a lot for me to say that something is just, like, mean. It is so deep and cold-blooded. The fact that he does not see how fucked up that is, that was, you would just, like, you literally, quite literally, led a lamb out to slaughter. Isn't that in the Bible? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I would like to say two claps to the editors for um, showing this clip of Cody being horrific and terrible to Christine. The only reactions they showed were Christine and, excuse me, not Robin and Cody. Because those were the ones who needed to see that footage the most. Like, I honestly think that Robin might be a classic case of Stockholm Syndrome. Not to take the onus off of her because she is a terrible person, in my opinion, but I just also think that she's also been very conditioned to believe that this, that Cody has done something at all to help this marriage. And it's just like, it's gotta be something more than like, she just believes it's like, I think she's been brainwashed. There's a level of brainwashing happening here. Like when they showed the clip of Christine saying, why would I want to live in a house with a dysfunctional marriage when there's a fully functioning marriage? In my view, both Robin and Cody had to fight like hell to not react. Everything in their power to not react. So when Sue Kanya asked uh, Cody to explain why the hell he would do that to Christine, of course he has no words uh, you know, and just was like, you know, I didn't know that she wanted to leave the family until I saw it on TV. So, you know, I've been hearing it through like children and the other wives that she wanted to leave, but I was in the dark. Okay. Well, again, that wasn't the question. The question is about what did you do? This man is in his fifties. And I know for a fact that I would have a much more reasonable conversation with his youngest child. I know that. Then Robin responds, and I just want to tell you guys right off the bat that I think everything that she says is a complete lie. 
So first, Robin says that she didn't really know that the stakes were that high for Christine with regard to moving to Utah, and that she knew some things about Christine and Cody having troubles, but it's not supposed to be her business. Okay, well, that's really skirting around the issue. So did you know or not? (laughs) Whether or not it's supposed to be your business? We know it's not, but did you know (laughs) is the question. Um, Then... She goes back into bitch mode and says that the clips for her were hard to watch because it's one of those things where, you know, it's okay to feel alone in your bedroom and have those feelings, but it's quite another to say them on camera to another sister wife. And then she goes on to say that when Mary and Christine went off to like look at the mountains or whatever, that conversation, she was just sitting there in her fold chair with uh, Cody and Janelle and had no idea that things were that serious. Well, if that isn't a metaphor for this relationship <laughs> and the whole family. So speaking of Janelle, she says that she feels or at least assumes in that moment on Coyote Pass that Christine made a decision that she was going to leave the family. And she says, listen, there are absolutely situations where you can work and try. And if things don't end up, good and getting back together that's totally fine but she also feels like when you label something as non-functioning forever it's like permanent and there's no light at the end of the tunnel basically then when Sukanya asked Cody whether or not he was in tune to what Christine was feeling and how she needed him it's like he almost wants to crawl out of his skin because he knows he doesn't have a good answer for that but he goes on to say that She had basically been complaining for the past nine years since they moved to Vegas, so he had washed his hands of the whole situation. (laughs) Imagine saying that about your partner. (laughs) Well, they just wouldn't shut the fuck up, so I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Um, He claims that he's been trying to make her happy this whole time. I do not agree because he says that it's been a constant burden for him because there's been something missing and maybe it could be a plural marriage maybe it's polygamy but he doesn't know okay well if after nine years you don't know the answer to what christine's problem is then that leads me to believe that you didn't even bother to try to know what christine's problem was maybe if you had you would have solved this like nine years ago you know, instead of it just being a constant thing. Do men realize that, like, that when we say the same thing over and over, it's because you're not changing? Do, do you guys know that? It's, I know it's, like, might blow your mind. But usually, like, we don't like to ask you to do the same thing over and over. It's just because we asked you, you said you were going to do it, and then you continue to not do it. It's a way to ask you again. And so if you don't want to be annoyed by us asking you to do something over and over again, you could just do it. Or at least not lie and just say that you're not going to do that thing that we're asking you. So then we can move on. Okay? It's kind of like that. Mary had a bit of comic relief for me, personally. I know she was trying to be serious, but I laughed. And she's like, I was having that talk with Mary. Because remind you guys. (laughs) So Cody tells Christine that... Yeah, I think we can uh, have a conversation as a family about moving to Utah. They go out to Coyote Pass on the property to talk about it. She gets shut down. Cody acts like she doesn't know what he doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. So Christine flips out reasonably, right? Mary goes over there to soothe her. And Mary tries to remind her that when they first moved on to the property or they first looked at the property, that Christine was like, oh, look at these mountains. I can hear the angels singing. So Mary's like trying to remind her of what she saw that first time. Christine couldn't find it, you know, kind of like a, the, what's that Christmas movie with the bell? You can't hear it if you don't believe in Santa. You know the one. Um, so she then says that like when she was having that conversation with Christine, she didn't know that it was like that deep. She just thought that Christine was having a bad day. And that they were just like, she thought that she was just getting over it and just be like, hey, like, girl, you've put this much into it. Just like, keep trying. She didn't know that Christine was already at the end of her rope. Right. And then Christine says, well, Mary said something about doing the work, but it's like, nobody's working with you, girl. So anyway, um, Christine says that what happened with that conversation, like Mary thought she was doing a good thing and God bless her for it. But actually, 
Mary's like, oh, you know, I'm trying in this relationship and I'm staying. And Christine took that as like, oh, this could be my life. I gotta go. I don't think I want this anymore. I don't want to be Mary. I don't want to be Mary. I like definitely don't want to be Mary. (laughs) Poor, poor baby. She really thought she was doing something. And Christine was like, oh, that's actually all the confirmation I needed that this was definitely not what I wanted to do. I don't want to be you. Not even a little bit. I'm out. Holler. <laughs> Literally like that TikTok that's like, well, that'll do it. You do not have to worry about me. You do not have to worry about me. I'm out. Anyway, then we have to watch a whole clip package of Christine in better times. They were laughing. I did see that. Um, the most illuminating part of that clip, though, was something that I did not even remember. So years ago, Christine... And Cody went on an anniversary trip and Christine wanted to have therapy. She wanted to spend their vacation having active marriage counseling. Now, I'm not married. I never have been, but I have been on vacation. And if a therapist showed up and made me sit on some hot rocks and talk about the things that I wanted, I would leave. I would say, no, thank you. That's not a vacation. I haven't seen that in a pamphlet for a Sandals Resort trip. I don't know. Maybe I haven't looked hard enough. But anyway, so they're on this therapy anniversary vacation and they're talking about what they need. Christine looks at Cody and says, I need love. And he says, that's right. You are looking for love. I'm looking for a solid foundation and structure. Honor the entire family and I will love you. I wish you guys could see the face I was making right now. Um, hmm. Like, I don't need... <laughs> There's so many levels to it. I don't even know where to start. It's like I just uh, spilled a bunch of marbles on the table, on the floor. Like, I... <laughs> wow. That is... Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Honor the family, and I love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Wow. Okay. So then after the package ends, I wondered, is this why Christine's unhappy? <laughs> um, so then Cody says that when he married Christine, they didn't know each other and that they hadn't seen each other in tough situations. So when they got married, it was a bad match. But then after a year, he thought things were magical. Christine had lifted the burden of whatever hell Janelle and Mary had created with each other. And so he was in love with her for like 10 years because she was, and he like made her sound like Viditsi that she was like, like giggly and like made everything kind of like a breath of fresh air. Right. And then we come to Christine who's like, yeah, I basically learned that I had to fake it till I make it to make any success in this relationship in the family. I was, I knew that I had to be this like light and bright, perpetually sunny woman. And I did that and it was fine until it wasn't. And then she mentions having a conversation with her father who came to her one day and was like, you say yes to everything. Are you ever going to start saying no? (laughs) She says the next day, She came to Cody and was like, you know, some things need to change. Didn't get into the details, but rather than being understanding, Cody just didn't like it and shut down. And when Sukanya says 
he didn't hear you. Christine's like, no, I think he heard me, but he didn't know what to do because I had changed so much in the blink of an eye. So then Sukanya asked her uh, about going to therapy with Cody and what thing she's like, you know, I don't want to get into too many, like, I don't want to pry, but obviously some things came up when you guys went to counseling and she's like, oh yeah, like I realized that Cody had a tendency to hold on to grudges a lot longer than I did. But then when Sukanya asked Cody about the grudge holding, he's like, oh no, anybody who knows me knows that like, I, that's not me. That's not true. I never hold a grudge. Okay. Um, but when Sukanya asked Cody, or she brings up to Cody that uh, Christine mentioned that when she started to stand up for herself, Cody retreated. Cody's only response is that Christine says things that I don't agree with. And then he looks at Sukanya and says, I want to ask you a question. I don't want to talk about Christine anymore. First of all, that's not a question. Secondly, they just stare at each other. Because again, it's like, you're dictating what you can talk about, but you're on a show about your life and the show. You're on a show about the show. (laughs) So you got to answer some questions. At that point, they go back, they go to commercial. When they come back, Cody is like getting his mic fixed and... I have a feeling that maybe something went on or maybe they just decided to take a break, takes Mike off. But he turns to Sukanya and says, like, I'm angry. I'm not angry at you. And she's like, oh, you know, it's fine. Whatever. So then they play Christine the clip of her filming herself talking about the moment that she thought Cody told her that they weren't going to be intimate anymore. They play the clip where Cody realizes that his boxes have been packed up in the garage. You guys, I swear to you, Christine had to keep herself from laughing. I swear. There's a moment where she's like, "Mm -mm, keep the smile down. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. So Christine says that the decision to ask Cody to not be around anymore was like the hardest one of her life. Then we get kind of a he said, she said of the conversation about the door. So she has a room that is not a traditional bedroom. It's like a loft space that has an office space. So it doesn't have a door. He was building a door because she also keeps her LuLaRoe, um, you know, polyester pizza print uh, leggings uh, in that space. So they were keeping, putting a door up to keep the cat away from the, the merchandise, right? This turns into a conversation about, okay, is this door going to lead to, um, a privacy situation for us sexually no and that cody was just like yeah no i don't really think so probably not gonna be intimate with you again and cody says that he had not seen christine's side of this or like how she interpreted that conversation but from his perspective christine came to him asked if the door was up up for their intimacy he's like no just like that wasn't why I thought that it had another purpose. And when she was like, do you think we're ever going to be intimate again? He just shrugged. But he's like, but I didn't say no to her. <laughs> okay, well, if you're just shrugging and you already haven't been having sex, then context clues are going to lead most people to believe that it's probably off the table. If you've already taken it off the table, right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Okay, if you're just shrugging and you're like, whatever, Um, I don't know how else he expected her to take that. But he says he was at a point where he wanted to address the rumors about whether or not she was going to divorce him before he even got intimate with her again. Again, not talking about what you could have done. You're just going back to like, well, I heard something that you could have done that made you a not perfect person. So I think we should address that. It's very Jax Taylor of him from Vanderpump Rules where every time he would get caught for something, he'd be like, well, nobody else, you guys aren't perfect, you know, like, and it's like, well, not a point of being perfect is a matter of being a bad person. You were a bad person. Okay. Again, Cody says that he never told Christine he didn't want to be intimate with her anymore, but he didn't want to be intimate with her because he felt like stabbed in the back by her. Okay. So Sukanya asked Cody why he never really bothered to have a conversation with Christine And he blames FOMO. (laughs) 
uh, okay. <laughs> he says that basically he was afraid that if they opened a conversation, like Pandora's box is what he should have said, that if they started one conversation, it would open up the floodgates. And so he figured just like letting her continuously live in misery would be a better slow death than the quick one of, you know, having to own up to your end of the relationship, right? It's way better to do that than to just be honest, right? So Christine tells Sukanya that when she found out, she, that she found out that when she married Cody, that he wasn't attracted to her, which leads me to this story that happened in, that they told in the, um, uh, in the, in their book. So here's the excerpt. And it goes a little something like this. So, excuse me, Christine and Cody were courting at this point, and they went on a road trip. So it goes a little something like this. When we set out on our road trip, I was convinced that Christine was the cutest girl in the world, although she was a little chubby. Back then, I was young and superficial enough to care about physical appearances. After we had been on the road all night, we stopped at a gas station. I'd been drinking soda pop to stay awake, and my stomach felt sour and upset. Just thinking about food made me queasy. Christine went into the Quickie Mart and bought herself what seemed like the largest portion of chili cheese nachos that I'd ever seen. The sight of those nachos turned my stomach. I couldn't watch her eat them. She must have been starving because she was eating so quickly and there was chili cheese sauce and nacho cheese everywhere. Looking back, I hate myself for the thoughts that I had at that moment. Get ready for this. But the sight of this chubby girl in my car devouring chili cheese nachos for breakfast put the brakes on our relationship. It brought out the most superficial and shallowest side of me. I still liked her. In fact, I liked her very much. But the nacho experience cooled my attraction a little. Well, a lot. You motherfucker. (laughs) The sight of this chubby girl in my car devouring chili cheese nachos for breakfast put the brakes on our relationship. Wow. Obviously, they were able to uh, bounce back from that. God bless them. That harrowing experience of seeing a woman uh, um, eat dairy in the morning. Um, He then Christine says first he wasn't attracted to her, but eventually Cody told her that he loved her. And so she was under the impression that everything was fine, but that it has become more and more apparent in the last few years that he just wasn't interested in her and that they had basically had a non-physical marriage where they weren't even holding hands, not a hug, nothing. Then she says that when Cody went on to tell her that he knows people who will, you know, sleep separately, sleep on the couch, not have a physical relationship. She was like insulted that he would even ask her to not have anything for the rest of her life when he got to go on and have an intimate relationship with his other wife's wife, wife, wife. Yeah, girl, it's exactly right. Like what this she's Christine is not even 50. Can you imagine? (laughs) And she's already not been having sex for years. And then just nothing. That is wild. And I, again, I know that you're like, but it's Cody, but it's also like, she doesn't know any better y'all. She, you know, <laughs> she does not know any better. Mm. Call me girl. I'll, I'll teach you. Come out to New York girl. I, you will. Oh, girl, 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 Christine, call me. <laughs> also any neck network executives that are hearing this, uh, just know that I was the one who open up the door to a Heather Gay from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and a Christine dating show that takes place in takes place in Utah. I said that. So 10% please at least talk to me. So Cody says that he thought that he and Christine would have another conversation or at least going to go to counseling before she made her decision to move his stuff out, which Is exactly what we've been seeing them doing for years now, but okay. When Sukanya challenges him on, like, the moment where he says he actually feels relieved about breaking up with her, he does say that it felt like a balloon lifting. And then Cody goes on 
about Christine not being accountable. Honestly, I couldn't even bear to rewind and see what he said because it was just the same old shit. Just lies. Just absolute lies. The episode pretty much wraps up with Christine saying that she was done pretending everybody and she's done pretending for everybody and for herself. And it came to a point where if Cody didn't want to be in her room, she didn't want him to be there either. And as a result, it actually did feel a lot better when he wasn't there. I I can imagine girl. I sleep great knowing that I don't have to sleep next to Cody Brown. I, I feel that I feel that at this point, Robin at the end of this finale is like a grizzled old woman. And she's like, you know, we're one big happy family and you know, Christine can go out there and find somebody she loves or whatever. That's like literally what she said. She can go find somebody she loves or whatever (laughs) and, and make the family bigger as if she's happy about this. You're, you're pissed. You're pissed. Do we think that Robin's pissed because in part, because, because she's stuck with Cody because there's <laughs> that's like another one that she can't rely on to like uh float him off when she needs some free time that's got to be part of it right oh well that's your problem girl um so then Christine says oh excuse me Janelle says that things are like different and that there's a new group chat with just her Mary Robin and Cody and they talk about the house and just really different but she says you know i do think at the end of the day that it was a good move and a good decision because christine is a lot happier and it could be a sad thing but how can i be sad when she's so much happier and she's so much better off thank you janelle thank you for being the only adult in the room with making some sense thank you so much and that's the end of sister wives what a journey I can't imagine what we could possibly be getting from next season. I kind of have a feeling that um, we're going to only have maybe one or two more seasons left. I don't know. I kind of wrestle back and forth between Cody's ego and not wanting to appear like a monster, the monster that he is on national television and the Real thing is that Cody doesn't want to have a job. And so this show does provide him (laughs) with the ability to not really have to do that. It's a bit of an Occam's razor, right? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, We'll see. Thank you guys so much for um, sticking with me. This has been a really fun journey. Sister Wives is definitely like one of my, or if not my favorite show to recap. So it's a bummer to see it end. Who knows when we're going to come back? Probably another year and a half. We'll see uh, what happened in 2021 next season that airs in 2024. So um, with that, like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for the people who um, specifically felt the need to tell me that you were not going to be listening if I wasn't doing Sister Wives. I Okay, that wasn't a compliment, but thank you anyway. And uh, have a great week. Love you. Bye.